Hello, Brent here. Uh, just a little note, uh, this episode was recorded before J.J. Abrams' uh, Spider-Man number one came out. Uh, we were under the impression it came out later than it actually did, because um, directly after we were done recording, it was out the next day. <laughs> um, so uh, we do talk about it. There is some spoilers in it, sort of. Our, our guess on the rumor was kind of true. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, if not... You might want to stop now and get it, because I also couldn't edit that part out because of other stuff we talked about. So, uh, with that in mind, on with the show. Set your phasers to sexy. I can talk a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit, and a little bit more. We're all getting picked up, so that's good. good. That's good. Yay. So, welcome to another episode of True North Nerd. Yay. So, home of the world's best talent judges. <laughs> well, uh, or at least the oral world's fair's best there, talent there judges. Was, there was no... Uh, uh, no fathers waiting outside yep. to kick our asses when we were done. I think we were as fair as we could be given the situation. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Nobody got worse than second place. True. <laughs> this is true. It was fun though. Oh, no. It was fun. It was. It was a little nerve wracking because I didn't realize there was going to be little kids. But then when I realized no. there wasn't enough little kids, that like. Nobody was going home empty-handed no. that night, so... I figured it was mostly there. little kids. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't think it would be adults trying out, you know, doing a talent contest. Well, I figured teenagers. Oh. And teenagers can be jerks. Yeah. So I, I don't mind being jerks packs in some ways. Anyways, Brian's here. That's just me. And Kevin's here. I'm here, too. So this episode, we're going to go through the, the news of the last uh, two weeks, and we're going to talk about the Saturn Awards and the Schuster Awards. Yes. Sounds good. And that, that's pretty much an episode there, I think. I think it is. I even did homework for the other optional topic oh, yeah. we'll, that I'll have we'll, to save we'll for another time, day. Yeah, we'll see what time we're running at. But, uh, Ryan, news time. What news time, get? news time, news time. Okay, so over the weekend, uh, we were given a short film called Battle of Big Rock. It's an eight-minute little short film done by the, uh, the guy that directed uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That's the second. Yes, it's like Colin Trevor Rowe. I had to look at to see how I pronounced that. Uh, and so he actually co-wrote and directed this, and it is a a, a Jurassic World short film. Mm-hmm. It takes place in that world. It is roughly oh shoot, I had this written down one year after the events of Fallen Kingdom. So to refresh your memory, that means dinosaurs are loose in North America. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so for from the sounds of things, there hasn't been a lot of interactions between dinosaurs and people. Nothing too exciting, nothing major. Um, 
when you watch a short film, you hear like the radio or the news, and they're talking about um, spotting some dinosaurs and one of them giving birth, and how it's like the first birth dinosaur birth in North America, and you know millions of years and all this stuff like that. And it's this family; they're on a little you know camping vacation. They're in their motor home, and then next thing you know, there's dinos. There's a like, well, it's not a triceratops, but it looks like a triceratops, but it only has two horns. It doesn't have the third. Uh, comes walking into the campground and they all start freaking out and they're hiding in their Winnebago's and they're like, oh, look, oh, it's got a baby. Well, rightfully and, so. Oh, yeah. Think about like how much damage a bear can do. Yeah. yeah. Then give it like well, a hundred more tons. And and, well, much, and then think of it when the Allosaurus shows up. Yeah, yeah. Think of it when its predator shows up and decides it wants to eat. And then we pretty much get a reenactment of uh, Jurassic Park 2. The whole scene in the motorhome with the T-Rexes. Do not remember oh. almost anything about Jurassic Park Two. I was not that bad, except for the end. The ending of that Weirdly, was bad. I remember three more than two because I had a roommate who watched three like constantly. <laughs> for my years. biggest remembrances of Jurassic Park Two: The Lost World was that uh, some buddies and I drove to Mississauga to see it on the IMAX screen because yep. I was the only one around at the time, and it was like a two a.m. screening. We were going to a midnight. Oh Jesus! And we got a speeding ticket on the way there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that, that's my memory of Lost World. I oh. couldn't tell you a thing about the so movie. So the Allosaurus you said it was. Yeah. Uh, after the dino- after the, the other, its prey gets away, uh, there's like a baby in the in the Winnebago, and it starts to cry, so it gets its attention, so it tries to eat the, eat the family, and then uh, they end up getting away thanks to the, the their daughter who sh- shoots it in the eye with a crossbow. Yeah, and she'd been scolded for learning how to use yes, the crossbow because their neighbor had is like, they're sitting down for dinner and say, like, oh, so what did we all do today? What did we learn? And she's like. And she says, what the Billy taught me how to use a crossbow. <laughs> he yells over, don't let my eight-year-old play with your crossbow. And then afterwards, he's thankful that his eight-year-old was playing with the crossbow. Yeah. So it's it's pretty good. Uh, and then during the, 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 the credits, you start to see some, you see a quick, some quick hits of everyday life with dinosaurs. Yes. Um, there's this one wedding scene. That's the, my favorite, the, the wedding. Uh, the bride and groom are about to like throw doves into the air. So they throw it in the air and a uh, pterodactyl swoops in and like snags one of the doves mm-hmm. out of the air. Uh, there's uh, that the, the scene where you see like the shark jumping out of the water eating a seal. And then it gets eaten by that giant fish yeah. dinosaur yeah. From, the, from the movie. Um, there's a few other ones too. But yeah, see, seeing things like that, no, that's what I want to see in this next movie. Well, I assume that's what this is test driving. Yeah. It's, and the, it, the they're going to see how many hits it gets and whether, because it's, as far as I know, it's not greenlit yet. Uh, well, no, it's supposed to be coming out in 2021. Oh, yeah. is it listed? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the, the article I read, but he, uh, it's one of these things like the movie's not supposed to be coming out until 2021. And uh, but he was offered the chance to do this, and he jumped the director. And he jumped at it. He was excited to do it and play in that world again before yeah. that. So, yeah. uh, if if they can give us a movie that feels anything like this short film, then I'm on board. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Next. Okay, so we're sticking to the movies. Uh, the movie that we never asked for. I don't know who did ask for it, but apparently. It's hit the circuit of uh, Film Fest, and it's getting lots of praise. Uh, Joker is tracking to get a $90 million domestic opening weekend. Yeah. yeah. It won the... Lo- oh, 
something Lion Award and the uh, Venice Film Fest. The Venice yeah. Film Fest. Yep. Um, it was getting praise here in Toronto. Uh-huh. There's been Oscar well, talk. Like, there's been mixed reviewers seem to really like it. Regular audiences so far have been eh. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious. I'm kind of curious to see it that way. Mm-hmm. I still don't really have any desire to actually go to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the, well, I made this comment to you in the car the other day. I was like, how come DC has no problem making a Joker movie that's not part of any continuity that doesn't have Batman in it, that doesn't fit anywhere in their world, but Batman can't show up on the CW TV shows because it would confuse people. I think that's more a rights issue than a... Than a uh, it's, all, it's, all d- it's all Warner thing. Brothers. Uh. It's, it, I, it's weird because that, that was an old edict. And they've well, that's why he was never on Smallville. Yeah, okay, they've he was on Titans last week. Yeah, but that's that's not television. No, and he was on Titans yes, last season is as TV. well. That well, it counts. is it's streaming, but it's streaming on their streaming. Like app. there is exactly. a scene with Dick and Bruce in oh, yeah, the new no, episode no, of it, Titans. It, it's it's an old edict that they're slowly testing. But bat, weirdly, Batman's been the slowest for them to roll back. Yeah, is because the first we really started to hear about these was like Smallville. There was little bits and pieces, but then it was like with the Arrowverse. It was like, oh, well, they can't use Deathstroke because they have plans for him in the movie. And then those fell apart and they brought him back. <clears throat> like, that's why he they, they got rid of him for yeah. a while. Deathstroke's on Titans now, too. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, and Superman was a little bit the same. And, like, oh, well, the, then it lightened up. Well, we'll mention him. And then we started seeing him. And now, as you pointed out yesterday, yeah, we're gonna in have- Crisis, there's, like, multiple Supermans. Yeah. So we don't have any Wonder Women in the Arrowverse yet, though. No, no, they've mentioned her. I think. Or yeah, they're like a Themyscira, era, but, mentioned, uh, but yeah, but we they whereas, have mentioned her on Titans. Whereas and we have Donna, Donna is, and they have a, Donna is a major character on Titans. So yeah, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. Okay, so oh, J.J. Abrams production company, uh, Bad Robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and his company, they signed a five-year exclusive deal with Warner Media for uh, any everything, video games, movies, TVs, whatever. Right? It's a big five-year exclusive yep. deal. Yeah. He's going to finish off his uh, current uh, uh, com- commitments, like Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and then he'll be working on that, which has added fuel to the rumors that there that Warner Brothers is looking to give him and James Gunn control of the DC movie verse. <clears throat> Once upon a time, JJ Abrams wrote a Superman script. Yeah. And then Once it upon a time on the internet and it was awful. Oh yeah, how long ago was that one? Um, it was around the time it was after um, Superman Returns had oh, okay. had kind so of So long ago. Yeah. That was so, 2006. Uh maybe th- Two, three episodes ago, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that um, a script him that he had written with somebody else maybe uh, for a Superman, a Man of Steel sequel and a Green Lantern movie were rumored to be getting greenlit. Yeah, I, I'm hoping it's not the same script. You oh, know, if, it was not very good. If he's exclusive with Warner Brothers now, I mean, he's got this reputation for reinvigorating franchises. He did it with Star Trek. He did it with Star Wars. 
the big sci-fi property that Warner has is Babylon 5. Maybe we'll get a J.J. Abrams Babylon 5 big budget movie. I would say not a chance, but at the same time, J.J. Abrams also does like doing stuff like that in particular. I could completely see being up his alley. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what comes out of this. Like, who knows? It might just be... He might be done with other people's universes. Yeah. You know, you know it's... We'll have, a, we'll have a string of Cloverfield films. For a while. Which I'm okay with. As long as it's the one with the big monster in it. I like that one. So, uh, I guess we can segue that into the J.J. Abrams rumor that I heard today. Which would, yeah, because that's a good segue into the next story I have. So go for it, Brent. So, we talked about a while ago, J.J. Abrams and his son are, um, I believe his son is named Henry. Because it, it's, it, his first movie was regarding Henry, and it's oh, okay. just one of those, like, yeah. I find it weird. Um, they are writing a book called Spider-Man, like a comic book for Marvel. Okay, starring so, Spider-Man. How it was kind of propositioned initially was like a lot of people were like, oh, well, you know, it, it's JJ and his son. Who knows how much they're doing work on it? Um, Sarah Pacelli is doing the art for it. Oh, she's great. Yeah, she is. So, but according to rumors that uh, sources that Bleeding Cool has, and I will give them credit for this because it actually makes a lot of sense, is. Both father and son are very involved in this series. Like, they are both basically kind of co-writing it together. Okay. Which would make sense if they're the writers. And initially what Bleeding Cool would heard was because it had something to do with the story that it made more sense if they did. And apparently the, the latest part of it is it's not Peter that we see on that cover. It's Peter and MJ's son, Ben. Oh. So it would be a generational story about basically father and son superhero. So out of continuity. Like, probably. And <sighs> it, it, like in the future, obviously. Didn't, like, we had 150 issues of Spider-Girl. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. But with a boy. We, maybe? There, it's, I Which don't think it's be, hard. It, the problem with Spider-Girl was it was so far into the future. In some ways, like how they portrayed that future, there was oh. like flying cars and all that stuff. That from all the was there art, really? In I, I don't think so. There was. There was definitely like lasers and shit. Well, I guess there there's lasers in Marvel. In Marvel. Marvel I, just, I just remember certain things of it. Yeah. Like I'm like, well, this is this kind of dates the book now. But from a storytelling point of view, it kind of makes a little bit more sense now if that's what the whole thing is. Yeah. We won't find out until the book comes out, obviously. Oh. Apparently, it's like they have kept on track, though. Unlike uh, other celebrity writers. Who take uh, years to finish a book. Or in some cases, haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it sounds like it will come out and come out fairly regularly. Barring any, like, like not to throw it all on Sarah's plate, but... Barring any interruption she might have, it, it sounds like almost all the scripts have been delivered or something. Oh, that's too. great! Yeah, so I don't know. I thought the I thought the idea sounded kind of neat. There, the, the only thing is, is there's like not only there's that, there's a lot of alternate Spider-Man stories going along, and it would have been kind of nice to have them work in the the main yeah. Marvel universe. Yeah, but there's already what two books in the main Marvel universe with Spider-Man in it. So yeah, you, know, you got Amazing Spider-Man and Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. 
I think it is. Yeah. Or and Peter Miles Parker. Morales. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but I was just thinking with, sorry, yeah, well, I was just thinking Peter books, yeah. but yeah. you're right. And that and that Chip Zardesky book just finished the uh, the alternate history one. Yeah. And doesn't Gwen what? have her own book, too? Yep. Yeah. And, you know, there, there there's a lot of... Always and has been, always will be. The the theme of the book isn't new either. I mean, that's sort of what's been going on in Superman for the last year too. Yeah, but meh. <laughs> it's, it's comics. What do you mean? Yeah, it's they're retelling a story you know. in comics what? that never happens. Mm. That's impossible. Speaking of things that stories that have never been told before in comics. Oh wait, but they have. Uh, so this coming December, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Greg Rucka. Will be unmasking Superman. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I didn't. I think it was confirmed. I thought that was just what the the rumor was. Well, from the solicitations for both uh, Lois Lane, uh, Lois Lane issue seven and Superman eighteen, yeah, um, it's looking that way. At least that's what I'm reading online. Lois Lane has her own book right now. Yep, Greg Rock is writing it. Oh, yeah. I bet it's good. It's uh, t- heavily tied into the Leviathan event that they're okay. doing. So, There's a Jimmy Olsen book right now, too, I hear. That's pretty good. Yeah, so um, it's uh, Lois Lane has assembled a team of detectives to figure out who this Leviathan guy is. And it answered a question from like two episodes ago. Renee Montoya, as the question, has appeared now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it, under Greg Rucka's direction. So, oh, well, he knows how to write that character. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm curious... I, I haven't read a mainstream Superman book. At all. I tried getting into the Bendis run, but it was... I, I don't Too know. Too bendis I just couldn't do it. Uh, like, it wasn't that it was bad. I just, like, lost interest. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Ryan loaned me, like, the first thing, so... Yeah, I believe that's all I've read of his of his run, too, is that first run. I've heard... Uh, somebody told me, though, that it got better. Like, it, like, it got more interesting. Hmm. So. I've heard uh, from various podcasts that I listen to that uh, that moving to DC has sort of really reinvigorated Bendis's writing. Not that he was stale at Marvel, but given him a new toys to play yeah. with. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to him on uh, uh, Legion. The Legion, yeah. Seeing what he can do because that's a big cast of characters he can play around with. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things I kind of want to read more of his Superman, especially with the, the whole story with uh, with uh, Jonathan going mm. off to space and then coming back and there being a time jump and stuff. So just one of these days I just need to like go and borrow it from the library or yeah. like, use the Hoopla. library app or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, so more DC Comics news. Um, Dark Knight Returns. Yes. You've read that one? Uh, yes. The 1986 yeah, book? The original Yes. One. Yep. Have, what's the second one called? The Dark Knight Strikes, Strikes Again. Back. Okay. Or, or again? Is it stri- uh, he Strikes, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then the third one was... The Master Race. The Master Race. Which I thought was a little terrible, given certain political views that I did Miller not. has kind of espoused that time from time to time. I did not read that one. Uh, so it's been announced that there is a fourth... Dark Knight Returns coming yep. from Frank Miller. It'll be a 48-page one-shot uh-huh. called uh, Dark Knight Returns, The Golden Child, which continues, I guess, the story of uh, parts of the story from Master Race, where there's, I guess, in that story, it's revealed 
Uh, Superman and Wonder Woman have, I guess, two children? Well, the, they the, have a daughter. the daughter showed up in the second series. Oh, did she? Yes, she I guess she I've did. never read that. Yeah. Or at least was, if I did it was so long ago. Uh, it, it, I, I could do a whole but she's, episode on that okay, book. <laughs> so she's, but she is in the, the she is in Master Race. Yes. Uh, and then they end up with a, a child, Jonathan, again, yep. a son, who seems to be uh, quite magical and powerful. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's what this, you know, this book will be about him. Yeah, um, it's drawn by Raphael Grandpa. Uh, or Gra- Grandpa? I- I'm not sure how to pronounce <laughs> it. It looks it looks and sort of spelt like Grandpa. Yeah. Um, who is a fantastic artist and is an interesting choice for this book. Um, I- I'm curious to see it. Uh, I- I've been I've been told Master Race isn't bad because um, it's it's Miller and uh, Brian Azzarello yeah. is the co-writer on that book. So wasn't um, All Star Batman and Robin supposed to be in the Dark Knight universe. Yeah, uh, technically it is, yes, but oh. that would also require it to finish at some point. Yeah, and that never... is not done. No. And that's like ten years ago now. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... that's never gonna be finished. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I know I you watched it, you didn't. We got a new Watchmen trailer. I did watch it, and mm-hmm. it it looked interesting. Yes. Makes me wonder who's the good guys and who's the bad guys in this. Yeah, well, you could argue that about the original comic book. And it's set <laughs> so. years after. Oh yeah, the yeah. Mo- well, we didn't do that part. But. The movie or the miniseries. Yeah, but uh, none of the characters looked familiar. No, well, no, none at all. But uh, they, we did see things that uh, uh, you know that hinted at um, Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And um, Silk Spectre, an Owl Man. Is it Owl Man? No, no, Night Owl. Night Owl. Yeah. We see a ship crash. Yes. So uh, yeah, no, it looks. I don't know. It comes. It comes out in October. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a shot. Oh yeah. It's gonna be on HBO though. Yep, which, yeah, it's but, on the uh, the uh, Game of Thrones time slot. Yeah. Right. So which we've already been invited to. Uh, other Ed's house. For oh, uh, have we? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. All depends if, if they still have HBO. Yeah. Ah. They're, it's, uh, they're, they're debating whether they'll keep that if they get Disney+. Plus. Oh, I see. Which but is, Disney+, Plus uh, doesn't come out until November. Yeah. So we may be able to go watch the first episode. Well, that's true, yeah. Uh, so that came out. Oh, James Gunn tweeted out um, a cast list for the Suicide Squad. Yes. With, uh, with a tweet, don't get too attached. Hashtag the Suicide Squad. Which I, I kind of liked because that was one of the, the cool things about the book. Yeah. And it was quite the listing. Like, I forget. I didn't count the names, but there's like, what? Like 20 names on that list? Yeah. Some of which we, we know. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, yeah, there's some of them on there whose characters you know and they're not going anywhere. But then other ones, it's like, well, don't know who they are and don't know who they're going to play. The only, if he, honestly, if he goes like the comic book route... The only ones I see safe are Amanda Waller, yep, and Harley Quinn, yeah, yeah, because though like she's got her own franchise to to worry about. So. Well, exactly. That's what I'm Will saying. Smith like, is not in this one. No, no. So, Idris Elba is though. Oh, uh, but he's playing a different character. He's playing a different character. Yes. So there was that. Ooh, so I heard this one today. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is reportedly going to be appearing in the Black Widow movie. I heard as that too. Iron Man and Tony Stark. Apparently, so when we were talking, we all thought this was like this prequel was like a prequel movie that took place possibly before everything, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, so the latest I'm hearing is actually no, it takes place between between Civil War and Infinity War. Oh. Hence why Iron Man would be in it, right? Because uh, she started on his side. But at this point, at caps. that point, if it takes place between Infinity War and Civil War, or Civil War and Infinity War, she'd be on Team Cap by then. Yeah, because at the end <coughs> of, Infi- of Civil War, she leaves. She walks out on Tony. Right. That's yeah. right. Curiouser and curiouser. Yeah, hmm. I, I I'm looking forward to that movie though. Yeah, I can't wait to see Black Widow. Yeah, should be good. Ooh, surprised so, we don't have a trailer yet. Maybe it'll come out with Star Wars. Yeah, but yeah. when's this or one? When's Frozen. it supposed to be? It's the February movie, isn't it? I didn't think it was quite that early. February or March? I could see it being the March because I don't think we. It, the, it was the only one, unless. Unless the March movie or the the is it March, the May movie is uh, is Eternals, I think it is. But yeah, it? but that hasn't even started. I was gonna too. say, how could that? Yeah, that'd be tight if it was. Oh, you guys research that. So, okay, so you guys have heard me talk about Rooster Teeth before. Yes, it's one of my favorite internet production companies. Uh, they had two big news items come out over the last couple of weeks. Uh, one good, one bad. Good Black news. Widow is the May movie. It's, oh, it's May, May first, okay. so it is the May. So we don't get a February movie. No. Yeah. So teaser around Star Wars would yeah. make sense. Okay. So Rooster Teeth news. Uh, they signed a merchandising deal uh, with uh, Warner's Media, DC Comics, which they're part of the same family of yes. of businesses, uh, to license the artwork from De- uh, Director uh, Detective Comics uh, twenty seven. The first, the appearance first appearance of Batman. Of Batman. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time that DC has licensed out like the artwork from that book. Yeah. And they're doing tees, uh, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, all kinds of stuff. You're with... really licensing it out if you own the company you're licensing it to? <laughs> yeah, I know, man. <laughs> it so, looks good on a press release, but yeah. at the end of the day, the... <laughs> Coming from different directions, but money goes in the same pocket. Well, yeah, but it's, at the end of the day, it's letting this other company you own play with something from this other company you own, and yeah, which is a little weird because didn't they just didn't Rooster Teeth just lay off like a, that's a good dude, jumping of ahead of the stories yeah. there, Brent? Come on, let me finish one story before I get to the next. Uh, then they're also doing. Um, after the line of Detective Comics, they're doing uh, a combination of using Batman artwork with theirs. So uh, they have a, a line of, of merch and t-shirts called uh, the Achieve line, which is centered around their Achievement Hunter guys. And there's a bunch of different things. And yeah, yeah. Some of them just say, like, Achieve and have some kind of cool little art. So there's um, a couple of them that, that they've shown already where it's, like, Achieve and it's got, like, a cool stylized Batman or, like, a Batman head and stuff. But... Uh, they uh, they look pretty cool. I actually like the the achieve one one that they've shown. Uh, but then it was just this past week, or like on the week, maybe Thursday, Friday, they announced uh, some some cutbacks. Yeah, uh, they had to lay off thirteen uh, percent of the company, so about fifty employees got let go last week uh, from Rooster Teeth. Yeah, it's weird to think that they like they're big, they're part of Time Warner, but their company isn't that huge. Still, yeah, like they've they've actually they've really increased over the last few years. Like especially when they started adding more people to their uh, animation division, mm. uh, when they took they started all those new shows. But uh, 
I guess, you know, well, you know, you know you're owned by AT&T and Warner and you may be making money, but not enough money, and then they want you to lean up a bit. And yeah, it's it sucks. It, it sucks. I mean, it's it, it, and that, we're going to see more and more of that. The more companies are bought by other companies, yeah, like um, the company that owns uh, Impact Wrestling, Anthem, who owns the Fight Network, bought Access TV in the states and gave them a like and. Basically, like they bought Access TV and then directly laid off like one of the offices, like yeah, just wholesale, shut like it down. just shut it down the next day. So it's, yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, okay, only a couple more items. Uh, so since we last uh, recorded, uh, there's been more talk for who's going to play Kate Bishop. In Disney Plus's uh, Hawkeye series, yeah, uh, the, the 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 leader right now to land the role is Haley Steinfeld, who you'll remember was the lead in Bumblebee and True Grit. And well, yeah, she, she was, she was in True Grit a lot. No, she was a lot younger, but yeah, so she's an Oscar-nominated actress. Uh, she was great in Bumblebee. Uh, Bumblebee is now on Netflix here in Canada. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, you can watch it. I have not seen it. Well, she's you should watch fit. it. Oh yeah, she would, uh, or she would be if they yep. decide to go that way. Yeah, it would, I'd I'd be okay with it. I've heard rumors for She-Hulk too, but I, I don't know. One her of for She-Hulk or somebody else? For so no, not her. Oh, for okay, She-Hulk. I was gonna say no. She's too small. Yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey has been rumored, but I think that's uh-huh. just like I think that's just she, too, oh, she's she big put and on muscle, yeah. but she's not really that big. No. a girl like I would imagine that She-Hulk will be done. The same way that, um, that Hulk, Hulk is, is done, done. With CG. Yeah. So why not? One of the ones that got suggested, I actually kind of like. If they, it depends on which version of She Hulk they're doing. I, guess. I hope it's like single white lawyer or yeah, single green female. Single female lawyer. Yeah. So um, if it's that version, this would fit really good. Is Rosario Dawson? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I think she could pull off, like, the attitude of the character really, really well. Um, she is a fit young lady. Well, I don't know how young she looks, but she she is, but she's probably younger than I am. But, Do you know the actress Natalie Morales? No. She, um, do you remember years ago there was um, a short-lived series based on, oh my god, what was that comic called? Anyway, oh, it's gone from my head. But anyway, she would be a great Jennifer Walters, uh, Natalie Morales. Look her up. You would recognize her if you saw her. Okay. But who knows? Until they start rolling on any of those, it's it's a guessing game, really. Next? Next. Okay, so Netflix made a big announcement this week. Uh, They landed the worldwide rights to Seinfeld in a five-year deal with Sony that starts in 2021. So it takes it away from Hulu. You you, you had a sorry, a Yuka moment. The, yeah. The show that I was thinking of was The Middleman. Never oh, heard of it. Oh, I vaguely remember. It's a very fun show. She was also on White Collar. Yeah. And uh, Parks and Recreation. And then my last news item on my list is we have had confirmation that Ernie Hudson is indeed going to be in the Ghostbusters movie because he's. He was tweeting and doing videos from fil- the filming locations on set 
in a jumpsuit. Now, I didn't get to read the article. I've also read that Dan Aykroyd is confirmed. Dan Aykroyd has been saying that he is going to be in it. Yeah, so, yeah. But I, I already thought we already knew that. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yep. It's, hey. I, 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 it's filming. That's one of those things. You know, we wait until we see yeah. it's filming. That one is filming. We know they're filming out, out west. Mm-hmm. People have seen the car. Uh, they, they brought the car to one of the Comic-Cons. Uh, I think it was Edmonton. Or Calgary, one of the shows. Yeah. Um, uh, Ed was telling me because one of his friends was out there and heard about it, so he went out and took pictures uh, of it because they had drove it out and parked it out it's front. A good, easy, free promotion. Oh yeah. To get hype about the movie going. Yeah, especially when you're you filming in the area. Yeah. yeah. So that's it for me in the news. Um, you guys got any news? Um, there's been a full listing of all of the shows that are, and movies that are on Disney Plus. Uh, I saw it, uh, Oh yeah, today. I guess they announced because that, uh, the, uh, Disney Plus will have the 90s X-Men and Spider-Man all the, yeah. and all Silver that. Silver Surfer. And- Silver Surfer, Fantastic Four, yeah. Avengers. Um, because they are testing the system in the Netherlands right now, yep, so you can, you can, um, you can be now be a Disney Plus subscriber in the Netherlands. Uh, none of the new shows are on yet; it's just all of their yeah. Uh, they're but somebody out the buttons <clears throat> and stuff like that. Like uh, you know, you click on the Sim- episode of The Simpsons, and it takes you to Ducktales instead. Exactly. <laughs> somebody did take the time though to. Go through all the menus and oh, make Jesus. a listing of every program that we are on not going to go through. No, all of them here no. I, in fact, I can't. I can't find it. But some um, some happy surprises are on, uh, on there. Like Gargoyles is on Disney Plus. I love I love that show. Yeah, but it's a show that doesn't get much love. I've um, got it on DVD. A ton of the old. Um, like a wonderful world of Disney TV movies, a bunch yeah. of those are on there, you know. Like so. the like the '60s era, or like '60s, '80s slash early '90s. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So all the Santa Claus movies and yeah, yeah. you know. So uh, there's there's gonna be if you like Disney content, you'll know, there's lots to oh, yeah, watch there. I'm subscribing. Um, there's. The one news story about it that it came, not news story, sort of rumor thing, said that uh, when you go to click on the Marvel tab, it lists movies and then, but they've got television separated. No, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But they're like, this is suggesting that none of these things are part of the MCU. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's just, it's, do you want to watch a two hour movie or do you want to watch a half hour? Or do you want to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, Inhumans, those are all on there. Runaways. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all I had about Disney Plus. Well, see, and then those, which we already know, are not, more, well, we've already been told, but they're not really part of the MCU. The new shows might not show up under that category of TV. They could show up under the the movie section. Yeah, we don't well, know until they show up. It's a growing thing until they're in, yeah. until it goes. They shut it down basically. Like oh, yeah. Netflix has changed over the years. That's and their interfaces and stuff. But yep. I it's uh, less than two months now until Disney Plus launches. So I can't wait to. Um, I am a little sad because I don't think that my. Smart TV will get a dedicated Disney Plus app. Nothing that I've read suggests that Samsung will have a Disney Plus app. Uh, we'll see. 
It's, it's you'll you'll be amazed at which ones are like. And I hope I was it does. Surprised my Amazon TV's got one for New Japan Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so. I, I hope it does because Disney Plus will stream in 4K, which my TV is. Mm. Whereas my Roku stick, which I also have attached to yeah. my Samsung TV, only will stream in 1080. So. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's yep. uh, that's Disney Plus. I'm looking forward to like the, some of the new content and revisiting old stuff. I, I Ryan suggested they should have for the Simpsons. There should be a random button oh. that just takes you to a random episode. So because that's going to be my new background show. Because that's what, one of the things that because me Netflix is missing. There's because there's 600 episodes of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be great. Cause just hit random and just go shuffle, shuffle through the Simpsons. Um, oh, in other streaming news, Apple announced their the launch date of their streaming service. Yep. Oh, yeah, they had an Apple event last there, week. There was an Apple event last week. It's only going to be four ninety nine, and it launches November 1st. Because they don't have much programming. They have five yeah, shows. Yeah. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which is based on a book, and it stars Charlie Hunnam. Oh, yes. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. It's a, he's like an Australian convict that escapes and moves to India. Okay. And it's like in the Indian underworld or and something. And one like that. is a kind of a comedy set in the world of morning television. Oh, that's uh, the starring one. Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. Yeah. Isn't that a movie? No, it's oh, a Oh, I it's, it's a an, movie. No, it's, it's an, an, an Apple Plus, an Apple Plus series. series, yeah. Um uh, and then this whole thing has added to the rumors of Apple possibly looking to buy Sony. Yes. And if that happens, then the Disney contract with Sony, with Marvel, the Marvel contract with Sony becomes the null Spider-Man and void, contract. and, and D- Disney will get Spider-Man back. Mm. Uh, I, uh, the rumor, <coughs> there was rumor, going back to J.J. Abrams, that they were courting him, and he ended up going with the Warner Brothers deal instead. Mm. But More toys to play with in the Warner Brothers box. Yeah. So this past weekend, there was uh, two award ceremonies of note. One more for Canadians, I guess. And then mm-hmm. the the other for all nerds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the Schuster Awards were presented this weekend. Yep. At a Guelph Comic Con? Um, they call it a comic jam. So the- I don't uh, know exactly what. It is a comic book based event in Guelph. <coughs> I know it's the um, what's the big shop out there? The Dragon puts it put it on. Okay, <coughs> Kevin's dying on us. Um, so uh, Kevin, you've got the list of award winners there. Yes, I will have. <coughs> Sorry about that. No worries. So, um the, the Schuster Awards are obviously named after Joe Schuster, who was one of the co-creators of Superman mm-hmm. and was Canadian. So yep. it, the idea is it is a way to celebrate uh, Canadian uh, creators as well. There's also a retail section. Too. Yep. Like there's a, a retail or, or award given to stores that are um, promoting the the art form of comics. So like well, and like the, the and the stores that are, that are that are good stores like, that stand above just your typical you know the ones that go against the the uh, what is it, the uh, the idea of a comic book store. Yeah. yeah. So they, they're, uh, they're not the one from the Simpsons. Yeah. So it, it's not a big list of awards but um, 
Let's go through some of the winners. So uh, the winner for Outstanding Writer was Chip Zdarsky yep. for his books Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man, and Marvel 2-in-1. I heard good things about Marvel 2-in-1. So did I. I didn't read either of them. Though, that was like the pre-Fantastic Four yeah. book. Yeah, And I think that's the Spider-Man book where they've, uh, at least early on in it, they introduced Peter's long-lost sister. Okay. Who's like an agent of Shield, like her parents? Like, I guess in the current Marvel continuity, Peter's parents at one point were agents of Shield, and that's part of why they how they got I killed. I seem to recall that from like the mid nineties. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think that was still a well. Thing. I didn't think it was still a thing until this past issue of Amazing Spider-Man, where, where she shows up. So it's the first time I've that she's been in an issue of Amazing Spider-Man. Um, and he did do a quick little, oh, you know, it's my sister, da 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 da, and she's a shield agent like our parents, and and she needs his help to find somebody. And does she uh, know he's Spider Man? Yes, that's okay. why she wants his help. Hmm. Okay, so, yeah. so there was yeah. there was that one for outstanding artist. Uh, it went to Carl Kershaw. Uh, for a book called Isola from Image Comics. I've heard a lot of things about that book. Haven't picked it up. Carl Kershaw. I know that name, but I can't for the life of me think of what he's drawn in the past. I want to say he's one of those guys who has been kicking around for years. I think so, yeah. Um, For Outstanding Cartoonist, Emily Carroll for Beneath the Dead Oak Tree from Shortbox Comics. Um, And then they have the Dragon Award Comics for Younger Readers. And that was uh, given to a French comic called Aventure au sort by Julien Paré-Sorel. Which looks like a team of adventuring dinosaurs, which could be fun, but it's in French. Uh, and then they have the um, the Gene Day Awards. Uh, they were uh, Gene Day was a an alternative comics creator in the '60s and '70s. Uh, so the award for self publishing went to a book called Christie Pitts by Jamie Michaels and Doug Fedrow. Mm-hmm. And the award for the Gene Day Award for Anthology Collection went to a book called Wayward Sisters, an anthology of monstrous women by uh, um, Allison O'Toole is the editor from T.O. Comics Press. Yep. Then there was the T.M. Maple Award for Achievements Outside the Creative. T.M. Maple was a was uh, the pseudonym of uh, a letter writer. And he, he uh, his le- I remember this name. His letters appeared in almost every DC book for sure. I think a really? ton of Marvel okay. books. In the, uh, uh, but he wrote more than 3,000 letters to comic book letter columns between 1977 mm-hmm. and 1994. Um, uh, and they have not awarded that uh a, a prize yet. The TM Maple Award for Achievements Outside the Creative, it says it will go to someone selected from the Canadian comics community for achievements made outside the creative. Huh, that's oh, weird. wait, no, here it is. It went to Jennifer Haynes. Jennifer Haynes, who is the... Uh, well, the, just yeah, this know, page just, is laid out weird. Yep. Um, she um, is a comic uh, retailer, and she established the Comics in the Classroom initiative. Uh, and... Uh, she has been on the jury for the Eisner Awards, and she's been an advisor to the Schusters since uh, 2004. Yep. Uh, the Har- Harry Kramer Award for Outstanding Comic Book Retailer 
Harry Kramer owned Now and Then Books in Kitchener, which was an amazing comic book store. It was probably the first comic book store in Canada. Yes. And I used to go there when I went to Waterloo back in the 90s. Um, and so that, uh, that award went to Variant Edition Comics in Edmonton. Uh, it looks like a very nice store. Uh, and then there was a special bonus award that went to the Dragon in Guelph uh, because they celebrated their 20th anniversary last year. Yeah. So we should uh, we should take a road trip and go visit that store if it's so great. I've been to one of them. There's more than one location. Uh, oh. um, and the Hall of Fame awards were also given out. Yes. The 2019 Hall of Fame inductees are Al Hewitson. Was it, who was a uh, Scottish-Canadian writer and editor of American Horror Comics, best known for his work with the 1970s publisher Skywald Publications, where he created what he ter- ter- termed the magazine's horror mood sensibility, and then he went on to publish City Magazines in Canada. Uh, Gerhard, uh, who did it's the a, backgrounds yeah. on Cerebus the Aardvark. Who is a fantastic artist. Yeah. Like, like, beyond the... The backgrounds in Cerebus. Now uh, he's uh, at at a lot of conventions. He does commissions and stuff like that. Yeah. And some of them, he did a Doctor Strange one that was just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Dale Keown was in, uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Yep. And, and Ken Lashley. Ken Lashley. Yeah. It's weird seeing Ken and Dale go in just because I don't think of them like. They're, don't get me wrong, they're Hall of Famers, but I don't think they're, like, in my mind, they're not old enough to go in. The, you know what I mean? Dale Keown's been drawing comics since 1986. Yep. And Ken Lashley's been drawing since 1988. Yeah, it just it just means I'm getting older and not mm-hmm. recognizing it. That's all. Exactly. And uh, That's Dale's the coming back on to, I want to say, Immortal Hulk for really? a little bit. Because yeah. Hulk was the book he cut his teeth on, right? Yeah. So, That's yeah. a book I, I keep meaning to pick up and read. I've heard some really cool things about it. So that brings us to the Saturn Awards, which also got handed out this weekend. They were handed out on Friday night, and they were live-streamed for the first time. I watched. I tried to watch part of it. The stream fluttered quite a bit uh, when I watched it. It was, yeah. a, it was after we came home from the fair. I discovered it was on, and Aisha Tyler was the host. It was quite an elaborate affair. People actually showed up to receive their awards, yep. uh, which seemed... Not novel, but uh, Not impressive, like it's a though, big deal for this yeah. for this particular awards. For an awards show that hasn't really been aired or done any kind of big ceremonies the last few years. <clears throat> yeah, they changed their range of eligibility this year. So films and TV shows that were released between March 1st, 2018 and July 7th, 2019. Jeez. Yeah. So that's what six, 15 months okay. instead of a year. So let's not go through all the nominees. Let's nope. just go through the winners. Uh, so best comic to film motion picture. Do you want to play the guessing game? What do you yeah. think it was? Com- for a little bit. Comic yeah. to film? Comic to film motion picture. Well, the, I'm going to say it's Endgame. It was Endgame. Yeah. Best science fiction film. Depends on what they consider <laughs> science fiction. Would you like me to read the uh, nominees? Oh, you give us a hint. Give us the nominees. Yeah, yeah, the one. nominees are Alita Battle Angel, Bumblebee, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Solo Star Wars Story, Ready Player One, Sorry to Bother You, and Upgrade. Sorry to Bother You. Ready Player One. It was Ready Player One. Yes, yeah. I'm two for two, baby. Best fantasy film. Ooh. 
The nominees are Aladdin, Dumbo, Fantastic Beasts of Crimes of Grindelwald, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Mary Poppins Returns, Toy Story 4, and Yesterday. Oh, I want it to be Godzilla or Yesterday, but it's going to be Aladdin. Toy Story 4. It was Toy Story 4. Best horror film. We'll only do this for the movies. It too. Categories. Uh, The Dead Don't Die, Halloween, Hereditary, Overlord, Pet Cemetery, A Quiet Place, or Us. Oh, it's going to be A Quiet Place. Quiet place. Yeah. Best action. Speaking of which, well, uh, I did see a few of those movies on that list. I watched uh, The Dead Don't Die this past weekend. Yeah, that's a weird zombie movie. <laughs> You've never seen a Jim Jarmusch movie before, have you? I have no idea. Probably yeah. not. But it's <coughs> yeah. We'll talk about it off the air. Yeah. But it's. I'm just saying it's good, but it's weird. Action or adventure film: Cold Pursuit, Escape Room, Glass, John Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum, Mission Impossible Fallout, or Skyscraper. John Wick. Yeah, let's go with John Wick. Mission Impossible. Ah. Best thriller film, Bad Samaritan, Bad Times at the El Royale, Destroyer, Dragged Across Concrete, Greta, Ma, or Searching. I haven't seen any Uh, of those. Bad Times at the El Royale. Correct. Uh, Best animated film. Spider-Verse. Correct. Yeah, don't even need Uh, And then the other Oscar. Best independent film is Mandy, and the best international film was a movie called Mandy. Is that? That's the Nick Cage one where it's really weird. Yeah. I knew that the name was familiar. uh, Another movie in that category was The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot, (laughs) which I have seen. Uh, So I'll just run quickly through the acting categories. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. won for Best Actor as Tony Stark in Endgame. Best mm-hmm. actress went to Jamie Lee Curtis for Halloween. Okay. That's a good she pick. Pretty good she picked up her award. She was actually at the ceremony. Oh, good and got for her. her. Uh, supporting actor Josh Brolin in Infinity War as Thanos. Well, yeah. Supporting. Like, Who was he in that? And like, for some reason, <laughs> yeah, I know. Didn't play. Yeah, I like, Wait a minute. <laughs> supporting actress went to Zendaya for oh. Spider Man Far From Home. She was good. Yep. She was. She beat out. No, 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 Far she's From, far from Home. Sorry. I thought Spider Verse. She she beat out Karen Gillan and um, Scarlett Johansson. Karen and, Gillan for Endgame. Uh, yep. Yeah, oh, and Scarlett Johansson well, for, for Endgame. For Endgame or for Endgame? Oh, okay. And Haley Steinfeld for from Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Naomi Scott mm. from Aladdin. Uh, best performance by a younger actor. This is a bizarre category. Tom Holland won for Spider Man, which is great. So but what, he's like twenty six. Yeah, he's playing a high school student. Uh, in the technical categories, Best Director went to Jordan Peele for Us. Best Writing went to A Quiet Place. Uh, best Production Design, Endgame. Editing, Endgame. Music went to Mark Shaman for Mary Poppins Returns. Costume Design went to Aladdin. Makeup went to Endgame. Special Effects went to Endgame. And they have a category called Breakout Director, and that went to Ari Aster, who directed Hereditary. Okay, television. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I forgot they do both. Let's television. go Expanse. Woo. Okay, best superhero television series. Ooh, television series? Te- okay, now, this to, in order to increase the number of awards they give out, they separate television from streaming. They have oh. television and streaming. So okay. it appears on a streaming mm. service in a separate category. Supergirl. Supergirl won best television oh, see, I wasn't series. sure if superhero I was, was going to say either The Flash or maybe your favorite one, Black, Black Lightning. Lightning. But no, Supergirl? it was Supergirl. Okay. Uh, uh, best science fiction television series. The Expanse. That is a streaming show. Now, 
It wasn't before. It, well, it was last year, so... No, it wasn't. It was yeah, on Sci-Fi. Season 3 was on Amazon. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it? Anyway. No, it was on Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi bought it, and that's why it's on Amazon now. Well, it's it's listed under streaming. Okay. In this, uh, so here's your here's your um, nominees. The 100, Counterpart, Doctor Who, Krypton, Manifest, The Orville, Roswell, New Mexico, or Westworld. The oh, Orville. I was going to say either The Orville or Doctor Who. Westworld. Eh. Uh, season two was not that good from this. I didn't watch it. I watched season one, but season two didn't interest me. How about best fantasy television series? Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Best horror television series? I don't even know. Um, American Horror Story, Story? whatever, Apocalypse. No? no? Okay. Uh, the, other, the other nominees are A Discovery of Witches, Fear the Walking Dead, Nosferatu, Nos- Preacher, oh, no. Nosferatu. Supernatural. Supernatural was on Walking there? Walking Dead and What We Do in the <laughs> Shadows. Uh, I'd love so it if Supernatural... I'd love it if Supernatural one, but it, I don't think it won It was season. Walking Dead. Uh, uh, Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead? It was Walking Dead, the original. Best Action Thriller Television Series. Your nominees are Better Call Saul, Killing Eve, The Last Ship, Mr. Mercedes, The Purge, Riverdale, or The Sinner. Killing Eve. I love The, I love the Last Ship. It was Better Call Saul. Best animated series on television: Archer, Ducktales, Family Guy, Simpsons, or Star Wars Resistance. I can't say because I actually know who won. Oh, that's the um, one award that I know hmm. who won. I want it to be Archer because it's probably Ducktales, though. It was Resistance. Star Wars really? Resistance. Yeah, because I saw the photo. I followed Dave Filoni on Twitter, and he posted out photos of them. I don't understand why that they one was there. top animated. Are they just judging anybody, it on the animation? Anybody or? can join the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror. And so if you, as soon as you join, you get a vote. So fans vote. Yeah, but still. Anyway, so it was Star Wars. Uh, streaming television. Streaming superhero series. Your nominees are Daredevil, Doom Patrol, Jessica Jones, Punisher, Runaways, Swamp Thing, or Umbrella Academy. Doom Patrol. Umbrella Academy. Daredevil. Oh, of course. It was a good season. I was just thinking yeah. they might have gone with it because Doom Patrol is so different. Well, the way he said out. Umbrella Academy, I thought that it was Umbrella Academy. Yeah, Umbrella Academy <laughs> is also very different, too. Best streaming science fiction the Expanse or fantasy series. The Expanse. Black Mirror, The Expanse, Good Omens, Jack Ryan, Lost in Space, Russian Doll, or Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. It's the Expanse. Star Trek Discovery. Ah! <laughs> The Expanse and, wasn't a stream. I'm going to bang on the table this time, but I'll stop. <laughs> it was not a streaming show last season. Last season was on TV. Yeah. Then it got canceled because sci-fi is stupid. <laughs> and Amazon bought it. This coming season is the first season on Amazon. So yeah, it's the first time also, streaming. Also take a look at like the... Do a year is what I'm saying. Is like they have to... I realize in order to kind of get going, they have to expand what yep. they allow, but... That seems a little ridiculous. Okay, their last category for best show: streaming and horror thriller, streaming horror or thriller series. Your nominees are Castle Rock, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Handmaid's Tale, The Haunting of Hill House, Stranger Things, The Twilight Zone, oh, Stranger or Things. You. I want Stranger Tale. Things. Stranger Things. Okay. <clears throat> okay, I'll quickly just run through the last ones: best actor on television, Sam Hewen as Jamie Alexander, M- Malcolm Mackenzie Fraser on Outlander. Best actress on television, Amelia Clark, uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Yep. 
Supporting actor on television, Peter Dinklage as Tyrion Lannister. Supporting actress on television, Denai Gurira as Michonne on The Walking Dead. Performance by a younger actor in a television series. Someone from oh no, it's a, I was just someone from Stranger Things. No, Maisie Williams as Arya Stark. Yeah, they're having their Lord of the Rings run yeah. like the final season. Yeah, yeah, she was up against Archie, uh, Ryan from Doctor Who, and Bruce Wayne from Gotham, and Jughead. So no uh, wonder she won. <laughs> best, per- best guest performance in a television series: uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan. But he, he's not a guest in that series. He wasn't listed as a regular, though. Yeah, really. Uh, on streaming television, best actor in a streaming presentation went to Henry Thomas uh, as Hugh Crane on The Haunting of Hill House. I haven't watched it. Nah. No. I heard good things. Uh, but... Actress in a streaming presentation went to Sinequa Martin-Green as Michael Burnham on Star Trek Discovery. Supporting actor in a streaming presentation, Doug Jones as Saru on Star Trek Discovery. That category was full of people on Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Uh, supporting so it was act- like Best Actor in a Star Trek Discovery episode? Yeah, it was him or Wilson Cruz or Ethan Peck. Uh, and then some other people. Yeah. Oh, Michael Sheen from Good Omens was in that category as well. Uh, best Supporting Actress in a Streaming Presentation went to Maya Hawk as Robin Buckley on Stranger Things. Uh, and then they have categories for Home Entertainment. Best DVD release, um, something called King Cohen. <laughs> DVD or Blu-ray release. Best Blu-ray classic film release, 2001 A Space Odyssey in 4K. Best DVD or Blu-ray special edition release went to Waterworld, limited edition. I wonder if that's the one we were looking at. I can guarantee it from Arrow Video. We stopped at Cineplex. Oh, no. Cinema. Cinema One yesterday when we were Mm -hmm. out in the mall. And Brent saw it, and it's like a three-disc set that comes with a book. And it's a little, yeah, for Waterworld. You get the theatrical cut. You get the television cut, and you get the super-duper extended cut. Huh. Of Water Waterworld. Waterworld, yeah. <laughs> Best um, DVD or Blu-ray movie or series release? Uh, the Outer Limits. Best DVD or Blu-ray collection went to the Universal Classic Monsters 30 film collection. And then they list all the movies in that oh, collection geez. here, including Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. As it should. And The Creature Walks Among Us. So, uh, and then they have a category for live stage production. Um, I don't know how they choose what the nominees are, but it went to Puppet Up Uncensored, which is an improv puppet show that the Henson people do in Los Angeles once a month. Yeah. Yeah. They gave special awards to almost everybody who works for Marvel. The Dan Curtis Legacy Award went to Jeff Loeb, the head of Marvel Television. Yep. The Visionary Award went to John Favreau, who directed the first Iron Man Ma- Marvel film. Yeah. And the Stanley World Builder Award went to Kevin Feige. Feige. And that is your 2019 Saturn Awards. Yay! Yay. It, it, I'm glad that they're they're getting back on their feet again, but like, let's have some solid rules like a year but uh, well, i don't know every <coughs> award show for me is just like as i've gotten older i care less and less oh, it's, yeah. it, but at least these are awards with things we care about yeah well, at least yeah, things we've seen yeah <laughs> but uh I, I don't mind the separating 
TV from streaming and movies. No, and I think that that's one of those things that, like, I think that has to be for now. In five years from now, oh, yeah. will there be and televisions? Yeah, I think and, it'll just you know the, it'll just the, be one. Thing it'll be again. like, well, was it a one shot thing that only was like two hours long? Okay, that's a movie. Was yeah. it a mini, like multiple episodes? That's a TV thing. Yeah. There you go. So it, by the numbers, um, Avengers Endgame won four, won seven awards. Uh, a Quiet Place and Spider Man Far From Home won two. Game of Thrones won four. Walking Dead won three. Star Trek Discovery won three. And Stranger Things won two. Mm. So, yeah. Who's the Saturn Awards? I, I, I just hope it gets tighter, I guess, is what I think. I think they moved the awards, giving the awards out from June to September this year. So yeah. they increased the, the eligibility time. Mm. And uh, they were looking for volunteers to, to work it too. Were they? Yeah, because I'm on a, I'm now on a message board on Facebook that is for uh, people who work conventions and stuff. Ooh. And the the booker for that was lo- like posted up a thing and like if you you'll get food and I, I forget what else they were. Where was it? Was in LA, Los Angeles. Should have fly me there and I'll do it. Yeah, not a chance. It, I imagine mean, their budget is very okay. tight. What I watched of the award ceremony was fun. Aisha Tyler's a great host. Yeah. Definitely. And she loves this stuff. Yep. So, um, is they, she still doing Whose Line Is It Anyways? Is that still yep, on air? Yep. Okay. Uh, and uh, they, they were doing sketches in between. There was a really awful panel thing where they would, they would ask a, a panel of quote-unquote experts a, a nerd question and that sort of fell flat but some yeah. of their sketches were pretty funny there's a, there's, a bad thousand there's one with things. spider-man that was pretty funny but yeah. uh yeah but um they're taking it fairly seriously which i like so yeah. awesome yeah so i guess that kind of brings us to the end of this episode i think it does I think it does it's a, it's a little bit of a quicker one but that's okay sometimes yep um so we will end this episode the same way we end every episode with geek picks who wants to go first? I will go first. I have a couple of comedy horror television shows that I have gotten hooked on in the last little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is a, a new show, uh, fairly new. It just ended its first 10 episode season, What We Do in the Shadows um, on FX. Um, if you're if you're if you have cable, it's on on demand right now. You can watch all ten episodes on demand. It is very funny. I've never seen the original movie. See, uh, I have, and I keep meaning to watch the show. The show is hilarious. The last episode I watched, one of the th- three main vampires turned himself into a bat and got trapped in somebody's apartment and mm. taken away by animal control, and they had to rescue him from the pound. It was hilarious. The the nice thing is 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 the TV show takes place in the same universe, but it's it not does. the same characters. No, or doesn't focus. Focus on the same character. I think they show up by the end of the season. Yeah, there is a like there's right, the enclave. Or there's something? an enclave of vampires at the Which end. Which I've seen that episode. That's the one that I had. Yeah, because they they called in favors with everybody. Yeah, Wesley Snipes <laughs> calling in via Skype. Yeah. So they've been tasked to um, expand their territory. So right now they're trying to expand from taking over the three houses around the house that they live in to all of Staten Island. That is their current goal, these three vampires. (laughs) My favorite character is um, uh, the lead vampire's familiar i think was his name i think it's guillermo and um he really really wants to be a vampire and he keeps getting told 
well, you can't come. You're not a vampire. It's like, but I just want the werewolves show up. Yes, there is a there's like a an almost West Side Story showdown type showdown between the vampires and the werewolves. One uh, in the the movie, one of the werewolves is uh, Reese Darby. Oh, Reese Darby is not one of the werewolves Uh, here. I'm just curious, but doesn't surprise me. But werewolves like to play fetch. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the other show I wanted to mention was one that I heard talked about on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. And it's from about 12 or 15 years ago in England. It is a Channel 4 show called Dark Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Somebody has mentioned this. I think it was me. I think it was me. So Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is a comedy uh but it's played very seriously. Uh, and Garth Marenghi is a Stephen King like horror writer who has written a lot of scary, scary books, but they tell the truth, these books. And in the nineties or eighties, late eighties, early nineties, he, um, he got it together with his publisher to create a television series based on some of his writing. And of course, no one could play the lead character except Garth Marenghi. And uh, so he plays a doctor, Dr. Rick Daglas, who is the, um, who's one of the head internists at dark place hospital where terrible, awful things happen. And the acting is, uh, is, terrible on purpose and uh it's just it's just ridiculous and hilarious what's it on it's you can find it on youtube okay uh yeah uh it's it's just really it's really funny and it stars um uh richard ayawade who you would know from the it crowd yep and um oh i can't think of the actor's name but who played his boss on the head of the company on the it crowd Mm who's also on What We Do in the Shadows. He's one of the vampires on oh, What We Do in the yeah. Shadows as well. Um, uh, but it's just ridiculous, and I love it, because it's so terrible. All right, your turn. Uh, my turn. So as we mentioned a few minutes ago, we uh, Brent and I stopped by the mall and went to uh, Cinema One, and I had gotten it in my head like a week ago or something. I don't own a copy of The Fifth Element, on anything above VHS. Ooh. And so I was kind of curious. I'm like, oh, I'll have to look around. And so I listened through this. And, oh, well, I'm in Cinema One. And I found a copy of The Fifth Element on Blu-ray, uh, special edition, up and everything, for $9.99. So now I own The Fifth Element on Blu-ray. And The Fifth Element uh, is my geek pick this week. It's a very good, it's a very good movie. movie. It's a good it's a good sci-fi movie. Standalone story. Yep. Uh, it's kind of funny if you think about it. The main hero and the main villain never in the same scene together. No? No. Bruce Willis. And, and Gary the, and, Oldman. And Gary Old, is it Gary Oldman that plays the Yeah, the, the guy who's the arms They stealer. never share a scene. Really? Really. Never realized that. I'm going to have to watch it. It's yeah. been a while. Uh, yeah, yeah they come close. But never share a scene together. Mm. Uh, and uh, I I can remember I bought that movie when it came out on VHS. It was one of the few that you could buy the day it came out uh, for like $20 instead of paying a million dollars for a VHS movie by like they did back in the day. And I hadn't seen it. I didn't see it. I missed it in theaters. Didn't know much about it. Just walked into the, my local Rogers Home Video and saw it a big display. And I was like read the back of it and then I think they probably compared it to Star Wars or something. Yeah. And I was like, 
Bruce Willis and sci-fi sounds cool. I've bought it and I've loved it ever since. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. It is very fun. Um, jeez, I, I have so much right now on my plate in terms of geek stuff that I want to recommend, but I'm going to go with uh, Batman Damned. Ooh. The Brian Ezra Lee Bergermo. I don't know how to pronounce it. The I one that, the comic that if you got the original issue one, you got to see Bat Penis. Yeah, and I feel bad about that. Like, I, I think, honestly, it was a misstep from the artist more for, like, not because I'm a prude and, like, I don't want to see Batwang. But I don't it, particularly, but it took away from that book. Yeah. And that's like, and because like, that's all uh, anybody talks about yeah, is, oh, like, that's the one with bat penis, penis in, it. in it. Which the hardcover, which I picked up, does not. Yeah. But the story's pretty good. It follows along um, with Azarel's other takes on Batman. Specifically, I I think this fits very much in the world of his Joker graphic novel. Okay. Which is also drawn like the same creative team on. Oh, okay. It, where it's very much more of a street-based Batman stuff, but at the same time. With supernatural characters in it, so the the plot of the story is the the Joker has been murdered, and Batman doesn't remember if he did it or not. Oh, because he was kind of the last one seen with the Joker, like mm. beating the shit out of him. And it follows uh, Batman with John Constantine kind of as his supernatural guide, okay. trying to figure I didn't out know what Constantine happened. was in the book. Yeah, it's got um, ver- versions of. Constantine is the one that we know and love, basically, like the Vertigo version of it. He swears, he smokes. Um, but it also has a, a very interesting version of Artigan the Demon is in the book. Etragon? Etragon, yeah. It, 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 it took me a couple minutes. Okay. And uh, amongst other characters, like Zatanna shows up. She She's basically the same. Is Superman in it? No. Okay. No Superman. Um, and uh, the the Enchantress, too. Mm. Yeah, and, and there's another one, but I'm not going to give it away because the reveal of who it is is pretty awesome. Like, okay. they did it pretty well. But, uh, yeah, Batman Damned. And the hardcover is gorgeous. Like, it's just a, a very nice book. So, that's it for this episode of True North Nerds. Yep. Uh, I don't know what we're doing next week or next episode. We'll come up with something. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're going to talk about Rambo because we're going to see Rambo. Rambo. Well, I will then talk about the Downton Abbey movie, which I plan to see next week. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it out already? No, uh, it comes out on Friday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it? I found it weird. It's taking the AVX Theater in the, the North Theater. Really? Ooh. That's what's in it. Is wow. They I think it, it was it's going to be that popular? Wow. I don't know. It could be. It, it's what the I battle of the weekend because well. it's totally different audiences. Yeah, it's going to go like I can see that the Downton Abbey movie doing either way. It's like it's when Kevin goes, it'll be him and two other people, or it will be packed. It's yeah. one of those either or kind of. Situations. It was very popular, yeah. so that's true. But uh, yeah, so we'll probably have a couple of movie reviews and a couple other things to talk about, but. Uh, if you like the show, please uh, review and subscribe to us on various podcasting apps. And in- uh, interact with us. We, we love to hear from you. Yeah, we, we found out we had a, another listener that I didn't know was a listener of us. So if he is listening to this episode, hello, Scrump. I'll see you in uh, about a month from now. Um, so for uh, Ryan, Kevin, and myself, 
This has been it for True North Nerds. We'll see you in two weeks. See you. Bye. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.